0: Hello, and welcome to Smash, Loot, and Roll. Adrock, Bowden, Chip, and Kelgrace have made their way back to Waterdeep in groups of two. Each of the group followed a slightly different path, but the path led them back to Trollskull Manor. Let us join our assembled adventurers at the manor and see how they proceed in thwarting Alexa's plans. Please enjoy episode 32 of Smash, Loot, and Roll, Adventurers Assemble. So, uh, we'll start with uh, Chipmunk and Bowden. You guys successfully made the overland trip back to Waterdeep with the rescuee of one Miss Sunbright, a survivor that is apparently part of House Grailhelm's, and uh, you were nice enough to return the captured werewolf that you guys had uh, decided to keep after Alexa decided to part ways from you from the ritual site.
1: Translation: We watched the werewolf go home to see exactly where that
0: where (laughs) we we
1: used a homing werewolf. (laughs) Like, let's see where she goes. Oh well, isn't that a turn of events?
0: (laughs) Yes. On your trip home, you guys, besides having to stay over the night at the end and uh, have a unique, unique uh, adventures there at the end, Bowden, you met you guys met some uh, a unique party traveling north
1: towards my home, towards, towards my people up in the, (laughs) up in the mountains. We, we, they were, they were, they were trying to, uh, they were were trying to, uh, get my personal information to, uh, spam my servers and, uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) that they were, it's a good way to describe it. So, so where do you live? What's your family's name?
1: How much do they make each year? Okay. Good to know. Thanks.
0: (laughs) Anything, uh, Chip or Bowdoin, you'd like to add about your journeys back to Waterdeep?
1: Well, let's see. Then we got back. Let's see. As soon as we got back to Waterdeep, Tommy uh, basically sort of took a quick dodge and joined his thief group again. Um, that was his name, right, Tommy? I think. Yep. And uh, at the same time, we followed the werewolf home, and where she was, where 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 she and Alexa are shacking up are. Bum bum bum. As I gesture towards the DM to make the big reveal, bum bum bum!
0: <laughs> At the uh, House uh, Castellante,
1: also known as House Mega Bitch, <laughs> 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 he who hates, she who hates on dwarves. Ah,
2: what about that crazy premonition from intimidating Big Lizard Man?
1: Oh yeah, well that that was all. Oh wait, uh, tell that tell that quick tale. Quick as a quick reminder.
0: From intimidating big lizard man.
1: That was, that was with the group of guys that we met on the trail yep. back. Part, most of them were trying to hack into my family's uh, estate indirectly, but the lizard man, what, what did he, he, uh, what was his premonition?
0: That was the, ah, he was the oh, one oh. that showed yeah, He you. was
1: trying to hack my head.
0: <laughs> yes. And you also got the premonition of, oh, what was that again? I actually completely forgot now. I know it has something to do with the giant eye that's in the lake that you've seen before, and that's really about it.
1: Oh, yes. down Way so down guess, south.
2: It repeated your nightmare dreams?
1: Yes. Yes. He, he, the, the dreams I've been having of the beast that lives in the, in the waters back down in Ch- Ch- Chut, Cholt, Cholt, something like that.
0: Well, inside a jungle environment to the south somewhere yep. yeah you it get to get a distinct distinct reinforcement of that that vision
1: yep it's definitely godzilla godzilla, godzilla.
0: Yep. <laughs> you never do it like the japanese the old japanese movies
1: it's hard to do when you're only hearing their audio with the audio though and so yeah <laughs> it's like i'm now going to move my mouth out of sync with the voice that comes out of it that's right <laughs> Anything he else? Does, does not work for podcasts. <laughs> I'll shut up now.
2: <laughs> don't
0: you dare. Don't worry. He's like this in the other game too, the Undermountain and the, the Dungeon of the Mad Mage that he's playing as well. He's playing... well the good major. and
2: bad news is that like I can't interrupt this one because I don't have anything to add to your story from this. <laughs> well, See, it that, that never stops me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so moving on from uh adrock and or excuse me bowden and ship successful soiree back we got calgary and adrock who decided they wanted to fly home fly back to waterdeep and find out some information not sure if that's i'm not sure if the overall i think the intent was there i'm not sure if it actually worked out the way they planned but calgary's got to talk to at least one of her contacts in the city find out some information. They uh had a little uh shopping therapy throughout the day while they were uh moving through Waterdeep. And uh they made
2: yeah, a drop drop took me on a date. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about the date? I don't remember it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that That date was measured in girl inches that's for sure
2: oh boy
3: i don't have a wholesome retort to that so i can't <laughs> say anything you, you can retort whatever you
0: want i'll just cut it out yeah. okay
2: <laughs> so essentially Adrock got approached by some random person who was like, "Hey, you should come to the opera." And so he was like, "Let's go to the opera." And so I got to sprinkles my way to the opera. And
0: uh, I'm gonna tell him what sprinkles means.
2: Hey, I think it makes more fun if I don't. Um. So part of my retail therapy was finding clothes that I could uh maneuver in whether I wherever I am and so I have a, a magical cloak Um, where if I say sprinkles then I can change it to whatever I want
1: but she actually- has to say it like that
2: mm-hmm.
0: I really miss the opportunity to do the whole montage from like Wonder Woman of her trying on various outfits to uh be maneuverable and combat ready
2: yeah um so we got to dress up all fancy fancy pants is fancy and i sprinkled my way into a ball gown we went to the opera and we met an operative who has a mission for us you want to hop in here adrock i don't remember the mission <laughs>
0: adrock looks at you he goes "Yeah, we just have to go to a party and identify some dark elf spies
2: oh that's right
1: there's one there's one there's one <laughs> done okay yeah you didn't say it had to be accurate we just right. had to identify
2: them <laughs> identify them right but it's kind of like it's not really as much of a mission as it is a test you just um, pointed
1: at all the dark elves that's not exactly identifying spies hey all of the spies who are dark elves have been identified I'm
2: just <laughs> but yeah and um and then we we headed back to troll skull manor and my contact came by and like drank us under the table uh-huh. the
0: waif of a woman <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. and i uh, was very confused by my appearance because we have not met in a ball gown attire before and um and essentially just just kind of gave me some goings-on and in the uh the typical world i run in where i ran in before i met you guys mainly that you guys would find this interesting um oh man now i have to remember names
0: well you can make them up and i can correct you
2: Okay, that sounds great. Uh, (laughs) Just
3: voiceovers, so it's like, and the name is Gary.
2: Gary. Yeah. No. Oh my gosh. Who is it? Who's the guy that disappeared? Like, why can't I think of his name? Mike Melendez. Yes.
0: You already found him. That's Eric (laughs) Melendez, by the way. Mike's his brother. You're talking about the North Magistrate.
1: Yes. Thank you.
0: Rufus Borlock.
1: And don't ask what happened to the Melendez brother parents. I won't. yeah, it's not a story we talk about. Yeah. What too soon? Okay. Yeah.
0: That's as bad as uh, talking about Bruno.
1: My, <laughs> I
3: I hope that Gary didn't name them the Melinda's brothers on purpose. Like I hope that was just an accident of the lore.
0: Yeah.
3: I, I wouldn't we'll, put it past him though.
0: <laughs> we will find out. We we may find out, won't we?
3: Right. <laughs> a little bit of foreshadowing from the DM. Uh ready to R foreshadowing.
2: Oh boy. So yeah, so I found out a little bit of information about the the family that he works with, um, as well as uh, that his disappearance is causing quite a stir, because he owes um, he owes some people some money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the particular people that he owes money are not exactly known for their uh, kindness. So the plot continues to thicken. Yep. Um, so yeah. What? So Gary, Gary was
1: the, what was the name of the psycho bitch house once again? What's her family name?
0: The Castellanos. Oh boy. Okay. <clears throat> and um, something
3: that happened for you to be aware of, Bowden.
2: Oh. Is that
3: you? Um, you've lost your. I had a magical infusion on. I think your axe. That is now bye bye.
1: Yep, um, Bodhi was pol- polishing his his uh no it's it's a hammer. He was up late last night polishing his hammer, and suddenly it it just wasn't as good as it was before.
3: Yeah, you're
2: not quite sure. He, you have a sugar glider. I
1: I now have
3: a homunculus servant that is a sugar glider. Uh, yes. It's just a little cute little guy that hangs out on my shoulder. So
1: well, that's that's not as cool as a magical hammer, but I'm I hope
3: you enjoy it. You perhaps <laughs> for me it's rather amazing.
2: It's really cute.
1: And now we get to find out if Kyle is a jealous dog.
3: <laughs> now they're gonna, they're gonna go to battle together. Like the sugar is gonna be on his back.
1: Glider, I choose you! Kyle, I choose
2: you! Mm-hmm. Chop, chomp, chomp, chomp,
1: gulp.
0: It's gonna be redonkulous. Yep. Yes. Okay, so cat one house
1: castellerdleerdlerdle. Castellenters. How's that spelled? For people playing at home. It's it's in the chat. It's in the, it's in the chat.
2: I never look in the chat. Oh, come on. No, it's
1: spelled like it sounds. Casa Lin-Ters. Got it. All right. So, this is what we found out. We followed the werewolf home, and you'll never guess where she went. Or maybe you will, because it's already been told. Okay, she went home to roost at the house Casa Linter's. I say... We go see if we can find the guards, like maybe Lady Penny What's Her Face, and maybe a couple of others, and we go and go and go knock on their door and say, Hey. Oh.
2: Speaking of uh Penny What's Her Face, uh, don't fly your your griffins into the city. That's a that's a no no. Oh. Walk walk them in. Just FYI. Just walk-
0: <laughs> Make sure you carry your poop bags and they're on a leash.
2: That's right.
1: <laughs> keep keep your Keep your griffins on a leash. Why
2: uh, is it a no-fly zone? Right. <laughs> um, apparently they're watching the skies for bad things. And when they don't know who you are and you don't have a permit, well, you you get taken down. Was, that uh, a I,
1: I actually kind of listened to your to, to the to, to the shenanigans. It was kind of neat. You guys were flying in and then suddenly, you know, uh, fireworks come up. And then an intercept a set of intercept fighters were launched <laughs> coming out after you guys. It's like, ooh, there's gonna be like if a plane battle.
2: veer if plane veers off the Potomac, <laughs> here we are, but
1: then but it yeah. was just like then, then then Adrock was just like waving,
2: "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs> Lady Penelope, nice to see you.
0: I think you guys forgot the most important part of the uh Adrock and Kelgrace uh adventure. You can. Oh you survived. can That was
2: the most important part was sprinkles.
0: Okay, the second most important part was the right. can- the canonization of Adrock's fancy pants. Ah. From, uh, from the distinctive look of the old MC Hammer pants. Oh, that's right. I don't quite remember that. I
2: don't. <laughs> no, think that you you happened. distinctly described your outfit to go to the opera and where I looked beautiful, you looked like MC Hammer.
3: I don't think that's true. I don't mm-hmm. think that
2: happened. The only reason there would be a second date is because of a uh, glider. Definitely not going to because of the pants. So,
1: there's room. <laughs> is that a sugar glider in your pants or are you just happy to see me? Okay, now we know the answer. <laughs> Why not? Why not both?
2: <laughs> uh, depends on how it's measured.
1: All right.
0: Well, welcome to uh, Smash and Roll After Dark. We have moved on from the game and moved on to the. <laughs> wouldn't even uh, say the Q and A session, but more of the uh, burn session of the evening.
3: There will not, there will not be a uh, an episode this week, but we will have a special behind the scenes cut of the stuff we couldn't put in any episode, and that's all well, that of this.
2: be Terrible. Basically,
1: was- a twenty minute cut of me just laughing like an idiot. Um, <laughs>
3: sure there's somebody oh. out there that would love a YouTube that's just 10 hours of you laughing. Right. <laughs> like, they have the 10 hours of the, uh, of the nighttime or the Starship Enterprise. They yep. uh, just
0: 10 hours of you laughing.
2: It wow. would be appreciated.
0: All right. So, you guys have uh, managed to link back up from the time you guys left and split the party, which is the DM's most favorite thing to have happen to, in the world. You guys have spent an entire pretty much two days getting about and you guys all link back up at the uh wait we link back up i see them there chip and i come up
1: i bring out my hammer you set this one up in the previous episodes i have to do this one adventurers assemble (laughs) there we go please
0: (laughs) well there's the title of the episode
1: (laughs) oh boy Nothing quite like throwing, throwing you off for a perfectly good run on a, on a narrative stream with a completely out of left field crap. So, please,
0: go on. I will. So, it is now about dinner time. You guys have made your way back into the, uh, actually, no, it's not dinner time. It's actually morning when you guys actually link back up. Bodhi's the first one downstairs to uh, start his tankard of ale. And uh, it's my
1: breakfast beer. What's yeah, up? What of it?
0: You know. He's got his uh, honey nut Cheerios and uh, dwarven stout. (laughs) They were out of
1: cocoa pebbles.
0: (laughs) The nice thing is, seems like your your uh, staff always seems to be on hand, and uh, your ethereal guest maintains helps moving little things around and stuff like that. So uh, you got one of the. uh, It always seems like the the big bouncer guy Poe. Yeah, he doesn't seem to go very far from the uh, from the troll skull, but. It's always nice to see him around. Always getting up, doing stuff. I oh, know. Sorry, that's Gerald. Gerald's the big, Gerald's the big dumb guy. <laughs> he's the big knuckle dragger. Then we get the then we got the the triplets, not well, really that, triplets, but yeah. So they they always have something set out on the inside, waiting for you guys for breakfast and everything else. And uh, but Gerald sort of looks at you, and nods to him. He just sort of seems to be hanging out, watching the doors and everything. Else, you know, just making sure nobody. He's cleaned out all the riff raff that that's tried to stay overnight, things like that. Rest of you make your way up out of bed in the morning into your, and it's nice to see you. you know, it's nice to see see you guys all back in the tavern again. It's been about three days since the festivals. All the festivals ended, so town's getting back to normal. Decorations are being put away. You get the normal hubbub of the city going once again. Poor, poor, Poe. I'll just use I'll say Poe. But by the time you guys are about halfway through breakfast, he comes up and goes, "Hey." Um, just want to let you know, here's all the, uh, it sits a bag of coins on the table. And he goes, here's all the take from the, uh, from the last, uh, last week or so that Rhaenyra wanted me to make sure you guys were given.
1: Excellent. I appreciate it. You've, he's already, you, you've already been, you've already got yours already, right?
0: I, I, uh, we have, we've, we've been paid and taken care of. And, uh, Rhaenyra just, uh, reminded me when we, when he saw you to make sure you guys got this pouch.
1: Excellent. I'm gonna flip him another gold.
0: Okay. There's 80 gold in the pouch.
1: 70. Yep. Okay. So So I'm going to remove one because I just gave it to him.
3: (laughs) Sugar glider jumps out, grabs it, and and just goes back to my shoulder, like, no. (laughs) Wait, the sugar glider took all the gold? No, just the one coin you flipped in the air. Oh well, I flipped it to to, to Yeah, (laughs) it's a sugar glider. It moves fast. Ah, He he keep it.
0: You've probably uh, never
1: seen a, a certain a size eyes pop out, but
0: <laughs> that would be a miss on your attack roll. There, yeah, Bodhi. I'm not gonna,
1: I'm not gonna hit this. <laughs> Bodhi's more like, oh, look at that! What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> that gold sense. piece. Clatter, 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 clatter. Suddenly, Kel Grace says, hey, wait, how did I become a be invested member I'm of the, uh, saying, the ownership team? I am saying
2: team? nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this was expected. I'm in. Like, what is the rule? If they pay you too much, you say nothing. Right. If they don't pay you enough, you start. Yeah. You kept,
1: you kept us alive, which means you're a part of the team. So, <laughs> Excellent. How much
2: gold did you just give us?
1: Everybody got 20.
3: It would be super awkward after having just gone out on a date with Kel Grace if I'm like, "Hey, why are you giving her money?" So I'm just gonna be like,
2: "Because <laughs> you did."
3: Oh, Oof. what? Wait, is that expected? Ooh, that's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's that kind of date.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on a date, <laughs> as long as you know the rate up front, it's all good.
2: Yeah, Apparently, twenty
1: gold. <laughs> I expect that Alexa Alexa, and her, her crew have probably moved on in the meantime, but we do know where they were at least as of yesterday. So, like I said, we might want to see if uh, uh, Lady Penelope and her crew might want to at least address this issue or, or perhaps do some assisted investigation. Because I would, re- instead of going in there just like, Hammers blazing. I would really rather go in there under the auspices of a formal police investigation. Because let's face it, those guys did bring down hell on Waterdeep. And Waterdeep, at least the law enforcement, might like to get a little payback, if nothing else. She gave us a way to contact her, didn't she? Or did she not? I can't remember.
0: Oh, Alexa? No, uh, Lady Penelope. Oh, Lady Penelope, yeah. Basically a... um... You can reach out to any of the uh, guard oh, he- posts, and they can um, get a message to her very quickly. All right, but she hasn't given you her, given you the personal connection to one of her sending stones yet.
1: Ah, okay. Have to work our way up to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shall we go talk to the cops?
0: Unless somebody comes up with a better idea, I guess. Uh, Bowden is like, let's go see the popo. The five o. So. so- you guys, Bowden, if uh, anybody wants to join Bowden as he heads out to uh, the local magistrate office in the, over by the Troll Skull Manor, anybody care to join him? Or are you guys going to ha- enjoy your breakfast while he stalls off and uh, accuses the Water Davian of uh, underhanded things?
1: Yeah, so um, treason. It's not a, not a, not a great plan. Um, <laughs> we plan to gather an entire cadre of federal agents and go jumping into somebody's house under the auspices of treason yeah i don't think it's, it's gonna go well oh,
3: reality at all no <laughs> not gonna go well at all
2: yeah
1: um
2: whew.
0: so good luck <laughs>
2: <laughs> you worry too much could possibly go wrong
0: but and you head on you head on out it only takes you about 10 minute walk to go to the nearest uh office where they they have you know guards or uh, town guard are stationed to at least be able to respond to and you know a couple of them as you were passing the door walk you know walk out the door in front of you and hold the door open for you. sort of nods you as you walk in and you see a uh middle-aged human male uh standing at a lack of a better term a podium uh looks like he's shuffling some papers around he sort of looks down and he goes morning constable He's like, good day. What, what can I do for you, Master Dwarf?"
1: We have important information on the events that transpired a few days ago. The one in which the undead rose up and slaughtered any number of important and not so important Water Davian folk.
0: <laughs> you see his eyes go sort of get big for a moment. He goes, "Oh, really. He goes, um. <laughs> Lady
1: Penelope herself told me that if we have an important piece of information, we should contact her as well.
0: Ah, uh, a, a Griffin writer, if I, if I do recall. That is correct. You know what? give me a moment i will reach out to the uh writers and uh have somebody have someone come talk to you excellent uh
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you see him walk off you know it is pretty obvious he just sort of shakes his head he steps out of your line of sight and line of shot line of your ear, uh earshot, and uh a couple minutes later he comes back he goes he goes one of the writers will be down shortly to uh take your information
1: Very
0: he's good. like you're welcome to wait inside or as you know they're Probably meet you. Out, they'll probably be outside with their griffin. Your choice there. Good sir. I'll,
1: I'll wait outside to see what
0: they come how they, when okay. they arrive. Okay. It's not more than about a five minute wait. You sort of I look mean, around. To... You notice you're like none of my companions even bothered to come with me. They're all having breakfast.
1: <laughs> what did I miss? Oh, that's right. <laughs>
0: yeah. Kyle even, he, Kyle even bailed on you. Kyle's like, no, I'm going to stay here and have the sausage. But, I look
1: down. Then I look down and there's a sugar glider like an armor and like a yeah. big sword. Like, let's go, let's
0: go. <laughs> sort of floating on your chest or yeah. floating on your shoulder. Rider comes down, lands, uh, dismounts. And that you're kind of surprised it's not Lady Penelope, the one you've dealt with. It's a, it's another one. Understood. Uh, They're all busy. Yeah, They all have quite busy. goes. He goes, I take it you're the uh one that is, uh I've been called to talk to. I am, and good day to you, sire. Good day to you as well. Yeah. Um, Go ahead, please. I'm Corporal Marcus. Ah,
1: and I am Bodic Orbrook. Boden Orbrook. Bodic or Bodenbrook. <laughs> Boden Orbrook. Are you sure? At the moment,
0: yes. <laughs> like, well. Please tell me your story. And you see him basically pull out a like a piece of parchment and a, a quill, sort of stand there. As professional adventurers,
1: we of course had been enjoying the festival as of late, but uh, given the, the horrible events of the, which day of the festival was it?
0: Uh, it was actually the night before.
1: The night before the festival. We were, we were obviously taken aback that such a horror would be descended upon such a wonderful town. So we took it on upon ourselves to see if we could investigate in any way that we could. It took us outside of the city, and we have been investigating and actually found who we believe to be the culprit in all of these events. We unfortunately were not able to take them alive or dead, but we managed to track one of their compatriots back to a a house in the town where they were met by the uh, suspected culprit and taken in. The house where they returned to is House Casalantes.
0: So you're telling me that?
1: I I realize that it is a very difficult situation politically and from any number of other standpoints, but short of drawing our weapons and assaulting them right on the spot, we felt that was completely inappropriate because who would believe us, a a group of mere adventurers, the word against a famous, a, a, a highborn house within Waterdeep. So we felt it more better to, you know, discuss the situation with you, see what could be done. We understand that probably little could be done because they are a very important house, but at the same time, we didn't think it was information we should keep to ourselves.
2: This might be a good time for uh for me to note that while Bodie went and I did not agree with this plan in any way, shape, or form. Um, I did slink around just to make sure I at least knew what he was saying. So if they carted him off to the insane asylum, I would know which one he went to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yo, Grace, as you're watching. Bowdoin, and, and you're within ear. You're, you're close enough to hear Bowden with uh, recant his tale, and the bored corporal is taking notes occasionally. And he finally sort of looks up. He's like, he goes, "Well, uh, I think you made the better choice about uh, talking to us instead of taking any type of vigilante action on your own." Of course, it will definitely be something we will take a look into as soon as we have, as soon as we have some of our own questions answered. We will happily discuss some more with you later. We'll come back and we'll, we'll circle back around and talk with you. Where can we find you at? Ah, we're the owners of the Troll School, of the Troll School Manor. And didn't they condemn that
1: place? It was, and then we uncondemned it. Oh well. Come I, by when uh, you're when you're off when you're off duty. We'd love to have you by. Deep discounts for members of the force. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know what? That's an ne- that's an easy thing for me to get on board with. But uh, Master Bowden, I. Appreciate your time, and thank you for the information. And uh, we will let you know what we find out. My pleasure. Just yes. doing my duty. You see him,
1: <laughs> my obligatory lawful good.
2: <laughs>
0: you see him roll the scroll, the scroll, up. The quill goes away. Puts it in the pouch. Gets back on the griffin. Nods to you as he leaps up, in the, as he has the griffin leap of the air and fly off.
1: He's not going to do anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: He's not going to do diddle. Uh, slink back actually
0: let me do this give me a persuasion roll
1: I can definitely do that unless I crap roll well eh, I beat a 10 at least
0: well the nice thing is when he uh, he at least paid attention (laughs) that's the impression you got walking away you're like well he didn't just completely blow me off and crumple the report up and throw it away so you you never know it actually might go up the uh, Actually, might go into some, go up to somebody's desk, some information somewhere. But as you rightfully pointed out in your dissertation to him about what was going on, you did just accuse a Waterdevi and Noble family of being part of an attack on the city. Yep, and really with no other evidence than hearsay.
1: All we've basically done is we've we've got the ability to say "I told you so" whenever yeah. <laughs> whenever something happens later on. Not we, <laughs> <But>
2: not you,
0: <laughs> we, me i tried yeah.
2: oh boy
0: some of the kids are running around you know the, the kids are always playing in the street going around and everything else but you see one of them as they're running by the the paper hats that they always make and everything sort of falls off it's got a nice shiny metal to it You know, falls off in front of you and
1: i pick it up hand it back to him he goes wait tidy it up yeah put, put it on their head mm-mm, yep. mm-mm, check to make sure they're not stealing anything
0: yeah yeah they haven't stolen anything from you okay but they're they're running around they sort of nod to you and go off carrying on with their uh Triangle metal hats as they're running around pretending to be uh, riders of the or you know members of the Griffin force. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yep.
1: Oh, so they they basically saw the Griffin rider come in and land, and it's like, oh my god, so how cool? Came running, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, that type of thing. All
1: right.
0: So uh, about a half hour later, Bowden shows back up. Kill Grace, you beat him. You beat him back to the, the tavern, or yeah.
2: Um, I I can I go on a very quick errand to find my buddy Cal. Yeah, by all means. Okay, so I want to find my buddy Cal and, uh, and just kind of give her a heads up that the uh, Castellan's house is, is likely nothing's going to happen, but at least some um, some That's people right. that have some lawfully good uh, intentions are, are going to be watching it, so she may want to watch herself.
0: Gotcha. What, what,
2: what team was Tommy on? Uh, Tommy, I believe, and this I can, uh, let me get back and I can tell you. Was he a I think I know the answer to this.
0: Bowden, you are, you head on back to the uh Skull manor to find chip and Bowden having a discussion over the sugar glider and Kyle occasionally just sort of <laughs> doing that got the nose up on the table watching the sugar glider go back and forth run around things like that and calgary's you you know it's early you it's not hard to, you know some of your compatriots don't really get up early so you expect the find her not far at one of the, at one of the bunk houses in the area and uh it takes you about 10 minutes to track her down and wake her up and she's got that you know as you graciously push yourself way into the room to <laughs> wake her up she sort of sits up looks at you the hair is all one-sided type stuff plastered she's like oh the sun's not even over the window yet what do you
2: want <laughs> um well my uh apparent co-owners of troll School manor so fyi i got you
0: when did you get promoted
2: uh this morning about you, you know when busy. the sun was not even halfway up to the window, um,
0: and you're not even gracious enough to bring me any caffeine. Any yeah, calf. well,
2: I didn't have any either because I got dragged out on a freaking mission. Um, but I just wanted to give you a heads up to stay away from the castellants for a little bit. They uh they either thought my buddy was crazy, could go either way, or they might be watching that house. So wanted to let you know in case. You had any uh
0: ideas about things. Uh nobody has ideas about the castellan's house, considering you know, I know. You do realize that the at least with the rumor mill has, and she sort of rubs her eyes, gets up, does that thing, picks up, you know, a, a cup, goes, smells it and then throws out the window. She's like, will not drinking that again. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, Nope, not that. The last people that even tried to deal with him, you know, some street gang tried to go in there, some but you thought they were a high, cute cusp not cut purse, but cat burglar. They found their their bodies over different different parts of the city, uh, marked with uh as I recall it being told, uh, marked with various you know magical markings carved into the bar, the parts. Yikes! So I don't think anybody's touching that place. And you know, there's do,
2: okay. So sorry, I got a question that I forgot yeah. to ask you. Then, so do we? <sighs> I know there's a bounty out on Borlock.
0: She put she plops down and back on the bed.
2: I know. And she's I'm like, sorry. I'll bring you caffeine later. Do you think the Castellans have Borlock? Do you see any connection there? Because I've kind of lost it over the past, like, I don't know, week.
0: She's like, well, we know I she goes, I know for a fact that uh Borlock and the the magistrate and the Castellans had some type of deal going together. Okay. Um but if they have them and everything else, it's uh don't see why they wouldn't just turn him over. Turn him over to the city,
2: unless they want to do magical markings carved into his body.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. From what I understand, it's uh, kind of was you know he was uh he was kind of itching to uh, you know he was, he was he was he was a magistrate, but he was still lowborn, so he was yeah. probably trying to get in good with a a uh, noble family to establish a name. To where, well, regardless, I mean, he'd be something better than what he was. So.
2: Okay. So why haven't they turned him in? When they went the bounty?
0: Sounds like if they haven't turned him in, he's probably more valuable for another reason.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, I can't promise that you can keep a low profile, but if you're hungry, you can come and get some breakfast.
0: I've <sighs> got nothing going on today, so doing the usual thing. I've got, got enough I got, I got enough coin to keep me happy for a while. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: But all right. You get, check in later.
0: Yeah. Bye. Go. <laughs> About that time, as soon as you go, she finds something to just cover herself back up and lay down.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You make it back well after Uh, Bowden arrived, and you know as you're walking back to the Charles Scale, you can still you can see the construction on the outside, and you can see this as well, Bowden, and you've all four of you saw this as you're walking back. But as you came back, you notice the construction is going well, paint's being done uh you know it's being worked on and everything else and kind of surprised how quickly things are moving to uh improve the manor improve your little tavern and uh it looks like rainier is uh making pretty serious good. about making a uh respectable business out of what you out of your deal
1: indeed he's a good so. he's a good silent partner <laughs> or are we the silent partners and he's the noisy partner hard to tell
0: don't really know considering he just said hey, here's 80 gold oh that's your that's your cut (laughs) it could be half could be a quarter could be a tenth i think it'd be a tenth but be pretty damn good for a couple about a week during the during the party Mm -hmm. dude the four of you guys are back in the tavern only one other person shows up to uh actually sit in there and grab grab something grab a drink some food what would you guys like to do today because by the time you get done with all this it's only mid-morning
1: well, I was kind of psyched for a big police raid, but oh well.
3: <laughs> shocking. Oh, they. they don't uh, they don't raid based on uh some guy coming up to him saying uh people are doing bad things.
2: <laughs> so
3: so I, I guess the, the next step is is how do we get evidence? Um or do we or just are like you know sugar
2: gliders I, good spies?
3: They can be.
1: We could always haunt the outside of their 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 help, their home and see watch their comings and goings.
2: I feel like that would be a not great idea.
3: Not enough of us and they might see us.
1: Yeah.
2: Are 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 you aware? I mean I don't know how aware you are of, of what the castle hunters do to uh people that they don't want hanging around their their place.
1: Oh you mean they might like unleash an entire flood of zombies and uh, and
2: skeletons on the entire town killing people wantonly? I mean that Drawing and quartering you. Magical carvings in your skin. No big. Definitely how I'd want to go. But I recognize these magical carvings? There,
1: uh, there's a, there's a low rumble that you hear. The, t- the, the, the building actually shakes a little bit. Bowden's eyes get reptilian and slitted somewhat. And he leans forward. I'd like to see him try.
3: <laughs> Dear Lord.
0: Hey, Chip. You can go ahead and... Um, give me an arcane roll.
1: Yeah, I cast a cantrip. <laughs> what of it? <laughs>
2: 15 plus my 5, 20.
0: 20. You know from your studies that anytime magical symbols are carved in the flesh, it's to create some type of effect. Either directly on the, you know, directly a benefit or a, a either a boon or a uh or a bane to the individual without more of a description of what it was, you know. You can't really surmise if it was a boon or a bane. But given the fact that Kilgaster's description was in body parts, it was probably more of a a bane to the individual. um More like a curse, possibly to draw. You know, one of the thoughts you could think of is possibly to draw a demon forth to punish the individual. And that's why the body parts were found in different locations.
1: I think they used a teleport rune on each part of their body, and then it just went to a different place. Poof. That's what I think. <laughs> Obviously, I have no background in the arcade. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> or Bodhi's trying to say curses can be lifted.
1: <laughs> what? You think we could, like, put them back together? Oh, is that oh. some dark magic? Could we do that? Uh, there is. Messing with dead bodies is considered, you know, not tasteful.
0: <laughs> well, there is the... Uh... tasting dead bodies is certainly not tasteful. <sighs> Well, it depends on your background.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it also depends on how they're prepared. So That's good goblin. <laughs> you do know at at the more powerful mages, the more powerful wizards can use magic that will bring those that have died for any period of time back to life, but the it is not not a very common ability among the mages. It is only the most powerful and talented of them can do that you do know that necromancy can give an illusion of life to um to a point to a body necromancy can be used to be create you know constructs that resemble life so there are options it's just what degree do you want to deal in the uh the finer arts of magic boom none of them they're all evil
2: the Calgary's has a castle enter behind her.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, do we need to prepare and do we need, can we protect ourselves from castle enters curse? Is there something that we can do to ourselves? In anticipation. Cause I don't want to be quartered and cursed. Go on the offensive. No. I don't know about you guys.
3: But we're the heroes. Heroes don't oh, die.
2: No, never, ever. <laughs> all right, I think, I think we're looking at this wrong. I don't think we should be trying to figure out what the castle hunters are doing. I think we should focus on... Uh-oh, on labeling my armor that, does not say plot. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we should focus on, on Borlock, but there's a bounty out on him.
1: Well, wasn't Tommy's crew supposed to be protecting all these people? That's what their big no. thing
2: was. No. Well, to- so is Tommy in Tom- the guard gang...
1: Tommy was Tommy was the guy who got just about killed that we found in the field when we when we went to where the it was okay, his crew so, that took so, out the 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 sacrifices I think
2: so according to my my people who this particular person i believe um the Xanthgar Xana
0: Xanathar's guild Xanathar's
2: thank you Xanathar's guild rescued the kidnappies. So, so, so that would be Tommy Tommy's answer. crew and they work for House Growlhound, who don't get along with the Kesselenters.
0: There is no love lost between those two houses.
2: Right. So we've
1: got the Gutter Runners who are, are helping Alexia and were help gathering the suppliers for ritual sacrifices. They were the suppliers for the ritual sacrifices. Basically, they were the ones out gathering the, sacri- the, the sacrificees. We've got tommy the wounded bandit who is from house growlhund and like you said they are anti anti castle so maybe we go talk to that to the growlhunds I the enemy is, my a, enemy is
2: my friend i think that would be a better start um yeah. we also have we ever figured out uh and borlock
1: works for the growlhunds
2: yeah when did remind now that i'm looking
1: me, back at my notes
2: <laughs> remind me um when did never winter disappear
0: what? Neverwinter disappeared shortly after you guys. Oh, came to town
2: like
1: two days ago or so. Yeah, or two, oh three. Yeah,
0: about a week. Okay. About, about, about ten. About a week ago, ten days. Okay,
2: okay, just curious. Might
0: be related. Might not be related. Doesn't seem to be.
2: Might not be. Uh, he he's got a.
0: Well, you do the the connection between Neverwinter and the group right now is really Borlock right. and uh, Neverwinter. We're enemies. Mm. Or we're working together. No, you guys had come up with the connection that, you know, there was a level of corruption that was happening in the city that was uh some of the magistrates were taking advantage of the so-called corruption of Neverwinter. Ah,
2: okay. Well, the uh the underground has lost track of Neverwinter as well and he owes uh, uh the the boss bitch of the underground some serious cash. So, so wait a minute. <laughs> Are we playing
1: for the wrong side here? We've got Borlock, who was a scumbag, working with Neverwinter, who was a corrupt head of the... Uh, uh, he was the... What, what's the term? He, was, he was
0: the open wardle, Open lord, the lord of Waterdeep.
1: The, the, open, the open... Whatever, lord. Waterdeep. All, both of which were corrupt. Mm-hmm. Who were part of the jury who condemned a... Innocent woman? No, not really. Five. Uh, five innocent people? I don't know. To death and... Placed them in a horrible tomb, but they didn't turn out to be so
3: innocent when their kin came to resurrect them. I
1: think there's, uh, well, I don't know. Did we ever meet any of them? Well, we don't know what they were like alive. They may have been revenants. I mean, who could blame them for being a little honked off if they were um, unjustly?
0: So. Yeah, they've not. So, to best your knowledge, they have not been resurrected. The only the only tales that you've gotten from them about the witches' coven is emerald hargrove has told you that at one time all of them were druids that it that had turned it uh turned
1: well emerald hargrove is good as far as we can yeah. tell unless yeah. unless unless the corruption is that deep and she seemed to be growing really nice plants so i can trust a That's, druid that grows nice plants. yeah
0: yeah so uh, emerald hargrove had you know definitely said that they uh at one point in time they'd started off in the young and understanding of nature magic and going that way and. Uh, you guys did run across a um a journal at one point that was probably left by Alexia that gave you some notes about gives you the impression that the journal was actually written by Alexia's mom, talked about how at different points she was coerced into you know repaying thing, uh doing things to uh make a living after her husband vanished at sea. Her husband had died or not died, had vanished you know at sea on a voyage and uh she was approached to. She was approached by. Simply says the magistrate. She never names exactly who to uh, do different things. Unsavory things. Yeah, things like uh, you know cursing pregnant mothers, you know making a field, a farm field, not work. Things like that.
1: He double crossed her.
0: Possibly. Oh. No, I mean, I mean, a lot of the a lot of the notes that you guys got to read in the uh, that were of the notes of the journal that were that was available and everything else had a had a slant that basically talked about almost like she was confessing you know that was the only way that the author could say what was going on it was that feeling of and one of the impressions you got at one point was it was it's hard to tell if it's authentic or not
1: good point but i have no way to say one way or the other i mean it'd be an interesting thing to plant on us to get us to try and you know switch to their side but
0: hmm. alexa was the one that uh while you guys were discussing at her. well, she's the crazy. She's the crazy one, but and you guys got some of that information while you were at her magical mansion.
1: Yep. But there is that other lady who there, the as yet unnamed female that was that Alexia was talking with.
0: That is correct. There has always been a female that, for those of you who have heard her, she's always had an elven lint to her in mm-hmm. her her voice and tone. Did she sound like anybody we've met before?
2: Let's I uh does she sound like anyone i've met before
0: tell grace no you have not met this one before
2: okay
1: just checking she didn't sound like the head of the what's her name the the lady we went to meet right
0: like big the big cheese oh like um oh silver uh silverhand yep no she does not sound like the uh leader of the city (laughs) laurel laurel silverhand
1: racist much Race as much Bowden? What do you think? All
0: elves sound the same. Sorry, I just didn't all right. So, of those that have, who's heard the voice? Really, only Calgary says Bowden. You have? I thought I did. They were talking amongst themselves, weren't we? Down and it's like we were down. Yeah, you in the, actually, yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah, roll me an intelligence. We check. All did. Roll me an intelligence check. Bowden. Bowden. Calgary, <laughs> unfortunately, you would not. You would not hear it. You don't have the re- do you, you don't have the reference. You would not have the reference of realizing who the who the voice was. <gasps> that was almost a natural 20 but it ended up a 2. <laughs>
1: oh. Oh.
0: Your dwarven ears, all else, all women elves sound the same. Yep. As you guys are having this discussion, Adrock, you as you carry the have your pouch of many different things on it, and you feel your pouch go warm for a moment and you get a image of your mind of uh Eric Melendez, as you guys are discussing the house, Castellans, and, you know, voices named. And you can tell that he's having a conversation with somebody, but all you can get is like a side shadow of the individual he's talking to, and it's definitely a female. Uh, And he's definitely going over his professions of love for this individual. But it's almost every time you go to hear the name, it's almost like it garbles.
1: Did we just get sexy butt dialed by Eric Melendez?
0: (laughs) Only Adrock did.
3: Okay well, well he i mean isn't he the one that's in love with that uh that elf that i i met in the, the place well he wasn't he was
0: then <laughs> he well at least at one point he was that was uh Viren castellante what well, did hire you to go rescue him
1: that was that was days ago <laughs> no
3: yeah no good deed goes unpunished i guess
0: <laughs> tell you many a stories that one but that's what you get for the moment
3: i really don't know what to do with that information okay. I, my butt feels warm
0: Wait, you know
1: she was a dwarf, the lady that hired or not a dwarf, uh, an elf, the lady that hired us?
0: Half, technically half elf, because the Castellantes are also are half.
1: Let me ask you a specific question. Did Go anybody ahead. that we knew from the house Castellantes sound like that crazy lady other than Alexa?
0: Give me an intelligence roll, Buddy, with advantage.
1: Ah. You can do it. No, I can't. <laughs> oh, and two. Well, I got a 15. <gasps>
0: Puppy. The puppies. <sighs> there was a there was a beagle sighting. There was a beagle sighting. Maybe it's just because the uh the tone of the individual's voice and every time you think of how she treated you, you kind of missed it. The lady of the house, Castellante, who you had the uh encounter with, sounds her voice sounds very familiar to the uh one that one you heard talking to Alexa.
1: By the horns of Bahamut, why didn't I realize it before? That crazy, nasty lady sounds exactly like the one who was counseling uh Alexis. Great. Two two clues down. <laughs> Six or seven more and Bowden might actually get a clue. <laughs> I'm like, wait, we should attack those guys.
2: <laughs> oh boy.
3: So all I heard is him talking to someone about a woman.
0: Well, he wasn't talking about the woman. He was actually talking to a, a silhouetted female professing his love. And but every time you couldn't hear the conversation coming back, but every time he actually tried to mention the name it was, it was static, is out or like garbled. As if the, as if the vision wasn't clear, but you do notice, but you do realize that something that you're carrying, you know, magically activated.
3: Um, I fish around to find what this thing is that, uh, that, that magically activated.
0: That green stone you picked up? Yeah. um, Is cooling to your touch as you pull, as you fish it out of your bag. That green
3: stone that I picked up from his place? Yep. The (laughs) one that was under the bed? Yeah. That was, that was locked up under the bed. Um, you know, just I, like a piece of bread, yeah. You know, exactly what you do for anything that is not dangerous at all. You lock it up, you put it under
1: the bed. Where I keep my bread.
0: Yeah, all right. So where, so where um, else do you find the uh uranium stolen from the Libyans?
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> doc in a DeLorean,
3: the Libyans? <laughs> all right, so um who among us would know more about the uh, Magic. Oh, what's my arcana?
2: Magic?
0: Jip is probably your
3: best bet.
2: Yeah. It's like not it.
1: Not it.
3: Well, my arcana is plus seven. Well, it might be you. Um, so can I take do an arcana check to try to think if I can remember what would cause all this to happen?
2: Why would Arcana help you here to remember things? I because I don't know it's off Arcan- the top of
3: my head. I can't okay. just like extempor- <laughs> extemporaneously tell you this is because it's a it's a
0: summoning stone or a, a singling, singling oh, so stone. stone. Or... So you're out trying to you're trying scale. to figure out what the stone is. Yeah. So uh yeah, roll on a crown and check for that.
2: I thought you were trying to remember information like you just uh, magically seventeen things. Uh, oh. there are Oh sorry
3: <laughs> did the cat oh the cat wanted your spot the
2: cat literally jumped through my arm <laughs> oh like from the ground through my arm and i didn't know she was there so excuse me well
0: as as you're starting to realize that uh it looks like some of your hired help has decided to make sure the rodent population is taken care of in the uh, manner as well so they've brought in a calico and a full black cat to uh wander around and uh keep the rodent population down and go uh, grace white yeah <laughs> Not a calico, a tortie. Is there a difference? Yes.
2: <laughs> Calicos okay. are male, torties are female. Catch gotcha. gotcha. this. In, in addition to the Smash yeah. Loot and Roll
1: After Dark, we have to have Smash Loot and Roll The Pet Adventures, yeah. where Kyle and the sugar glider and the cats all go
2: on an adventure of their own. That sounds fantastic. I'm in. Yeah.
3: And you get to pick which one you role play as.
0: So we can easily have some fun with that. You guys can pick which character. Well, I, I think Chip's going to be Kyle.
1: Chip's got to be Kyle.
0: And the rest of you get to pick yourself. Between, well, I think the sugar guys are going to be, yeah, be like, Adrock. Uh, so I guess, yeah. I guess, I guess, Ken and, uh, <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess, Bo- I guess Bowden and uh, Kilgrace, you get to be the cats for the next, event, well, next time I run that adventure. <laughs> That'll be a fun challenge.
2: We could so be I feel like I can wins. just act like myself and it'll be fine.
3: All right. So it was a 17. What does that tell me?
0: 17 tells you that the stone besides you guys knowing it besides you've known it's magical but the stone is is letting you see information that's that somehow it's collected magical stones can collect information you know some magic items are imbued to gather information just based on proximity you know basically like a surveillance device and depending on their level of uh, depending on their level of ability they can gather quite a bit of information, but what you do realize with the seventeen is that the individual that is blocked out that is shadowed and the voice is obscured is because there's a magical shielding that's preventing the stone from gathering that information
2: that's great so wait the magical stone is preventing him from hearing names
0: no the magical Sorry. stone is is a surveillance device is the best way to describe it uh... but the individual that was in the area of effect of the device has a magical device that shields them from being detected and surveilled.
1: Imagine in a magic world where you've got the ability to scry on people from a distance, to like cast spells, to make them tell the truth and all these other things. There has to be a business out there for somebody to create things that work against these kind of things. And it looks like that person bought one.
3: So we've really got two two, uh, possibilities here and one more possible than the other. The first of which is that um, someone used this to spy on Eric and we just stumbled and grabbed it, right? The second of which is that Eric used this in his adventures and kept it under his bed for safekeeping, not realizing that I'd ganked it.
0: Both plausible. Well, one, not, One's well not only plausible, but the other ones definitely did happen.
2: <laughs> right. You're not helping answer questions.
0: So Eric's a thief.
3: Uh, you want to answer, to church. Eric is a guy that gets you information. Using the stone, so uh, I guess you would you would take the stone, you'd put it somewhere, and then you'd retrieve it later to learn the information from it.
0: Yeah, once you figured out, you know, most magic items have an attunement process. You know, you you have to work with the item to understand it for a while. Oh. None of you have ever taken the time to do anything other than carry the stone around.
1: Oh, I <laughs> definitely think you should attune yourself to that magic green evil evil stone there. Right there, that would be a very very good idea. Bowden shakes his head. So what is the
3: process for um, learning uh, how the stone works?
0: So attunement process is basically a short ritual, about 10 to 15 minutes of you just studying it, going over it. And, you know, game mechanics, you basically say attune to the stone. In the the world that you're at, you sit there, study it, meditate on it for a moment and everything else. And uh, attempt to make it a connection to where you feel the deeper powers of the, 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 you make a metaphysical connection to the item to see what powers are beyond the veil or what magical powers were imbued on it. Let's see, how many attunements can you have at once? Three.
3: So, interestingly, is my homunculus not an attunement? It is I not. Don't believe it is. It is not at all. Okay. It does take up a homunculus slot, though. Yes. So I have only one thing attuned to me right now. Inventory attuned.
1: I used to have one.
3: So I have the ability to attune this thing. And I think I'd, uh, I would now, I, I I think given this giant uh, banner that the game plot is waving to say, hey, you should learn more about this thing. I think I'm going to uh, attune this thing and, and <laughs> figure it out.
2: Oh, you, you just know? made him very happy. And I have a very bad feeling about this. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you you attune a stone like that like an egg. You gotta sit on it for about three hours. Trust oh. me, I'm a dwarf. I know stones.
2: Hatch it like a little baby chick.
0: You now must take care of it much like the egg in high school.
1: You have to attune it on your tuka slide. Now he's got to
3: tell me what it is so I can attune it. Yeah, you <laughs> will. So green green stone does not uh,
2: show up.
0: No, I won't show up. You didn't
2: movie. see the mini books he's now pulling off the shelf. <laughs> now he's like pulling this and pulling this one. He's like, "Oh boy, like, just... crap! Which greenstone was this
3: one?"
1: Oh, I
0: don't that... know which one it was. I just got to get the uh, <laughs> that information for you.
1: It's the stone <laughs> equivalent of the Death Note. Oh God! <laughs> what did you do?
0: <laughs> so I get to have some more fun. We get to actually. That's chapter seven. I I I put my
1: grocery list in it and completely destroyed the economy. (laughs) How does
3: the player's guide not have a section for attunement?
0: Uh, I think it's actually in the uh, (laughs) the DMG. Yeah.
3: Okay, I've got that too.
0: Scroll mishaps. My my uh
3: my wife had not yet gotten mad that I bought everything under the sun, so I was able to buy a copy of that as well. Chapter chapter fourteen, part four. (laughs)
0: It'd be are you serious? It'd be be chapter seven. Is 136 to
1: 138 if you're following along at home. Yeah. Some magic items require a creature to bond to form a bond with them before their magical properties can be used. This bond is called attunement. And oh, I know right. how you I know, Page how 136. You know where this
3: is, Gary, because it's right next to cursed items.
1: <laughs>
3: and I, I know you have that section dog eared.
1: You gotta spend a sort rest focused only on that item while being yep. in physical contact with it. You have to sit on it, like I said dndbeyond.com slash sources slash basic dash rules slash magic dash rule magic dash items <laughs> for you for everyone playing at home
0: for everyone playing along at home all right that's what i was looking for just First, google 5e attunement 5e attunement there you go i wasn't looking for that i was looking for a, a table that i, I forgot where it was at as you spend the you guys continue to sit around the table have a discussion and everything else and you see adrock take a moment to pull out the uh the green stone and look at it and Put that away. Isn't that evil? He doesn't seem to be paying attention to you at all. But, oh, hoc, what you get to know is you'll actually be able to find this in D and D Beyond and add it to your inventory. But you know, it's once you uh go through the process, you notice know called the Stone of gorlar <gasps> O L O R R. And I'll need you to give me a D one hundred roll, please.
3: <laughs> How do I get a D one hundred roll in D and D Beyond? I wonder. Type D one hundred. Oh no! In D and D Beyond, I was. They, is the is the dice up there? Where's the? Oh, there's the dice. There we go. Oh, they eh. only do D twenty. So let me do a. Let me go to the DN. was it the other place? Uh, what do we do? Roll twenty. Roll twenty. Yeah, I'll log in there. A short time later.
0: So, but you um, realize that the stone, basically, has the ability to do legend lore. Uh, twenty three twenty three you out gain hundred yep yeah out of a hundred
3: not out of 20 unfortunately.
0: you gain the immunity of you gain immunity to disease why you're attuned to this item. give me another D100 roll, please all right I'm looking for diseased you can put it as a condition immunity condition uh, on your um, player Yeah, character. Why it doesn't have diseases unconscious,
3: stunned, restrained, prone, poisoned, petrified, paralyzed. Invisible, incapacitated, frightened, exhausted, and charmed, and blind. Hmm. But not disease. So weird. I'll figure that out later. Um. Oh. No. Resistance. Type that in. Extra note. Immunity to disease.
0: You want to get a moment? Another D100
3: roll. All right. D100. 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 Oops. Pity. Five zero.
0: Yep. Okay. That makes me nervous.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, You ever hear Joe complain when I do this? All right. So, what you know of the item. If you go into D&D Beyond. Actually, don't do that yet. You know the item will allow you to cast up to three times a day or long rest. Legend lore. You'll basically be ad- able to add this to your uh, D&D Beyond character. Just go into your inventory. Uh, type Stone of Golar and Ad. Uh, Golar is G-O-L-O-R-R. Yep. I have got it. So, but also what you hear as you attune to it, in the distance you hear a deep hollow rumble as if a storm is awakened. And it, it's that knowledge of when you look at those dark, you look at the dark clouds in the sky just before a major storm comes into the area and turns its attention to where it's flowing to, and you hear a very deep bass uh, voice. Thank you for awakening me once more. That's terrifying. But other than that, um, yeah, go ahead and add it to your inventory, and uh, we'll go from there. Oh, God.
3: All right, added and attuned.
0: Yep. So, the rest of you, while Adrock is sitting there playing Tiddlywinks with a Stone, Notice for a moment that
1: he lit it like a baby running his fingers over those yeah. little eyeballs and, on it.
2: And
0: he, as he does that, you notice that his it, it's almost like a trick of the light as the morning sun crests in as the as sun sets higher in the day. And for a moment, you guys aren't sure. And Bowden, you sort of look in your mug again, you look back up at him, and you see that the hobgoblin form change uh, for a moment. And you and you swear you see him as an elf. Um, and then Chip. You're looking at him, and you could swear you see Adrock as a dwarf for a moment before he shifts back to Hobgoblin. And Calgrace, you see him as a as a dark elf. You know, you all three of you see him as different images when you look at him, and it holds for a moment. But it's it's that type of image that, as you see it, it's not just a like a superimposed image over him. You could almost see his skin sort of roll over. And change and flip colors, and you know, the bone structure changes entirely. And Adrox completely oblivious to what's happening as he goes through the stone. Are we seeing this the same,
1: what we perceive as physical change to him simultaneously? So yes. all of us kind of gasp
0: at the same time. Yep, you see different, yes, all three of you see three different Adrox at the same time. Did you see that? He just turned into an elf.
2: An elf, what did I see in as? A dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I was doing the same thing like whole oh, crap. Dark what would dark you elf. like to
0: see him as? A dwarf? Is what I, I saw. Oh, I saw him as dwarf. a dwarf. Dwarf. And Kale Grace, well, I forgot what I saw. Draw. said A drow, that's right. Dark elf.
2: Wait, say that again? We don't use the word.
0: We don't use the word drow anymore. It's dark elf. Dark <laughs> dark elf. <Okay>. Really? <laughs> I don't know, honestly.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. Can we try that again? Go Bodie. All right.
0: <clears throat> Reset the st- what, what did they say to uh rewind it? Uh, there's Miss Scarlet, uh, <laughs> the stage.
2: Fine, <laughs> what else? did
1: I Fine, <laughs> <I> <laughs> yeah, no. Mr. Oh, okay. Q again, Bowden. Gosh, turn it. Can't work at these. All that? this
0: practice we do to get the story right <laughs> and get a good show going. <laughs> To make it look like we're not a bunch of amateurs, what do we
2: do? <laughs> <laughs> we act like a
0: bunch of amateurs.
1: Excuse me, but did anyone see that? He turned into a elf.
2: An elf? Great Scott, man. No. Get your eyes checked. He's a dwarf.
1: Well, no, I saw now he's
2: grace again, but a second ago he was an elf. I saw a dark elf. I don't know what you're talking what? about. No, no, just a regular kind of elf definitely not. Land land dwelling, forest dwelling, not, not definitely, underground dwelling. Definitely, definitely not.
3: I assure you, I did not change form. I think his, I
1: would have his, noticed. His entire body just sort of went uh, and changed into an elf.
0: So all three hmm. of you can give me a history check.
1: History. I might actually do this. Yep, I definitely beat a 10. <laughs>
2: 13.
1: Uh, this Good thing there's no combat because I have boding. <laughs>
0: well, Kel Grace, we'll start with you. All three of you actually definitely know of there is at least one race that doesn't need magic to change its look and appearance. Kel Grace, the race uh, the the three of you all three of you know that the uh oh and I just completely blanked on the race. It's so not a doppelganger. It is a Ken, what's the race? Huh? Doppelganger. <laughs> Is dopp- no, it's not a doppelganger.
1: Well, doppelgangers can look like anybody.
0: But yeah, but I forget. I forget what the race is. It's, it's a, changeling. Uh, changeling. Thank you. Doppelgangers technically are a race. It's a monster, but that's fine. So the changeling, uh, you all three know that the the ra- there's a race of changelings that are that roam among in this realm. They are both loved and hated for their ability to look and sound like anybody out there. Kel Grace, it's sort of one of those. Uh, for you and your world and everything else, it is one of those things that if you can find a changeling that is on your side, it is one of the greatest assets, but it's also one of your biggest fears um about actually running into them because of you have no, it, they're is it damn really near you? impossible <laughs> to detect? All three of you just saw it, it may very well be that uh your buddy Adrock may not be telling you the truth about is a uh, changeling about what his what his background really is
1: hey hey Adrock.
0: Adrock. how long does it take before he comes out of his, his, his fugue state i had about about a minute after you guys are going holy cap holy crap you're these three different things and he sort of pops up and looks at you guys sort of like huh does he got that look like he's just come out of the book of hard concentration like what you guys talking to me
1: and he comes out and we all look at him like this the camera, just there's
3: three pairs of eyes that are just like right yeah. in the the free finder camera.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or the intentionally tightly focused uh, what is it? Uh yeah, you get it. Never mind. Sorry, visual joke, not real good for not real good for podcast.
0: Bottom line, the podcast is all he sees is the whites of their eyes. And they mixture of surprise and a little bit of fear at them. Adrock. Um you had some splaining to do? While you
1: were busy, uh, we saw some indications of change about your personage.
3: I think I would have noticed if I changed.
1: No, I don't think you did, because we've been talking to you for the last five minutes.
3: I've been learning more about this stone. Um, And
1: and we've been learning more about you, apparently. Yeah, It,
3: it, it spoke to me. It said thank you. Which, um, which,
1: which you did
3: it speak to? The dwarf you, the elf you, or the, the dark elf you? I don't understand what you're saying.
1: Well, I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but while you were musing away on that rock, your form changed to each of us. I saw you as an elf. Chip saw, you as a, as a saw you as a dwarf. Calgrace saw you as a dark elf. And it was as though your body shifted its form. It wasn't just like, "Oh, there's a ghostly shimmer on you." No, no, you changed into whatever that was
3: at the same time. Each of you s- each of you saw. Don't you think you if I were a changeling, I'd have to pick a form that everyone would see? I didn't
1: say changeling.
2: Well, based upon the smirk on your face. Nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't say changeling. Did any one of us say changeling? No, we didn't say changeling. Where did that term come from? <clears throat> not that we mind, mind you. We just want to make sure that starting you're think,
2: okay. Starting to think Loving the only thing panty. not the only thing fancy are your pants, my friend.
1: <laughs> He's got fancy pants and fancy jeans.
0: As a DM face palms. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll be here all week. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
0: And that's why we're going to have an after dark show. (laughs) (laughs) So, you guys just on that bombshell, we just (laughs) end it. And we're going to do a smash cut to the end, as it's called. So, you guys have that type of information. You've got, you've been able to go out and at least talk to the city guard and everything else and uh, (laughs) convince them, you know, not convince them, but at least tell them your concerns about what's going on. Is there anything else you'd like to do for the rest of the day? Well, it
1: might be worth our time to go visit with the uh, the Grauhuns, although we're not on the greatest terms with them either, but no. once again, the enemy of my enemy. But that being said, it seems like everybody's bad. What is it with the city? where is the Where's the purity of of law and good? Welcome uh, to seemed... my world.
2: Hmm? <laughs> Welcome to my world.
0: <laughs> uh, as you guys are having the discussion, chip you're the actually you're the first one to notice that uh it's it's been morning it's not the lunchtime rush hasn't really started yet or you know people haven't come in for lunch and everything else but you have noticed that gerald and uh danica was the uh it was become the default chef of the uh manor you haven't heard them in a little bit and you sort of look around and you notice that the, the lights coming into the Manner, the sunlight is actually dimmer than what you're used to seeing as your companions are having a discussion and everything else you you take a moment to look around and you notice that even as you as you look at the the changing of the light the shifting of the lights the quietness of nobody else moving around it, it, you also listen and these sounds of the city are much more muffled and harder to hear than you'd expect them to be given the given the time of the day and about that time you notice that out of what small shadows um, are being cast in the room, you see four humanoid creatures sort of step forth from the darkness, made of darkness, and move towards your table. Oh. And with that, we'll pick it up next time.
1: I reach over Aww. and grab menus for them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, customers, come on in. We'll, we serve anybody.
0: <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to play in the lore drop. Wasn't a shopping episode this time, but it was a little bit more lore.
2: Oh, I was hoping for a sparkle event.
3: <laughs> That'll be after we kill the baddies.
2: I don't know. I mean, who are you?
3: <laughs> I'm who I was when the episode started.
2: One thing I mean, to have multiple personalities, it's another thing to have multiple like
3: origins. I have no idea what you're talking about.
2: Okay.
1: Meanwhile, Kyle is choking on the,
2: uh, uh, the sugar glider. Oh no! <laughs>
1: oh, no. <laughs> no friends, spit no. but... it up! Spit it up! Spit it up! <laughs> Kyle, no! Don't eat that!
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't eat that! That that's, that's just won't come out well.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Like I said, I'm thank out, you all for I'm playing. <laughs> and uh... well, that turned into quite a lore drop. Our adventurers have several choices available to them, but which one will they choose? But first, Adrock, Bowden, Chip, and Kelgrace have a pressing need to address the shadow creatures that surround them. Join us next time as our adventurers face this new threat. Thank you for listening to Smash, Loot, and Roll. Take care!